Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast, and thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Every day, we are customers to someone we do business with. We buy groceries, fill our cars with gasoline, go to a restaurant to eat, engage with retail services, and do business with professional service firms. We remember the negative interactions more than the positive ones, and one negative encounter may shift us to another brand or company. Let's start today by thinking about our experiences as a customer. Then we'll transfer what is important to us to what is important to those we serve. What is important to us as customers? We want to engage with others who relate to us in some way. We may have a quick encounter with someone serving us. For example, someone may check us out at the store. At times, we've extended encounters with others, and such as financial advisors. Think about our favorite places to dine. You've heard me say that I choose to dine at places where the waitstaff is highly engaged in my dining experience. The type and extent of a relationship differs by experience. Yet we feel good about how we are served when we feel like someone cared about our experience. And to do that, we see the person as relating to our needs. This episode focuses on providing excellent customer service by practicing compassionate empathy, which means we feel someone else's pain and we take action to help. To understand what this means... I'm asking us to be the customer in this podcast so that we can understand how to transfer how we experience pain to how we can better serve others so that they don't experience poor service in the same way we've experienced it. I'll use a poor experience I encountered this past week. As I do, think of one that you've experienced along the way. Before we proceed, let's agree to three simple yet powerful must-dos for providing excellent customer service. First, the way we look shows others how well we take care of ourselves. When we're serving others, people see us for how we represent ourselves, which moves me to the second must-do. The way we act when we initially engage with others sets the stage for the interaction. Here's a must for us to practice. Apply the 5 and 10 foot rule. When we are 10 feet away from people, smile at them. When we're 5 feet away from people, speak to them. Finally, people respond to compliments and appreciation we give them. Opening an initial encounter with appreciation or a compliment reduces someone's anxiety. Think about your experiences as a customer. When you see someone who is there to help you, what's your impression within the first minute? Answer this question thinking about how you feel when people look professional. Smile at you 10 feet away and say hello 5 feet away. And then open the conversation with how delighted they are to help you meet your needs. These three actions take little time and pay great dividends. Now let's turn to the opposite experience when we receive poor customer service. Last week, I went into a convenience store to buy a few items I needed. I had three items in my hand and approached the checkout counter. As I approached the counter, the cashier didn't look at me. He stared at the cash register. I said hello to him, and he didn't return the greeting. At that time, I noticed he looked unkempt. I wondered about his circumstances after noticing this. The cashier moved my items through the charging process, 
threw my items, and I mean threw my items in the bag. I had cash in my hands to pay him, and without looking at me, he held out his hand to take my cash, got the change from the register, and put it in my hand without saying anything or looking at me. He then picked up the bag for me to take. I said thank you. With the same frown on his face, he continued to look at the cash register and wait for someone else to show up at his counter to check out. There were three people in a different checkout line, and he didn't ask someone in the line if he could help them. I left the store and continued to wonder about the experiences of this individual. I wondered why he was so unhappy and why he was so miserable working in that store. Was it the store, his life, the bad experience that day, or some or all of the above? Here's what's interesting about this story. I've been committed to this store for years. One of the store's biggest competitors is building a new store across the street. I've felt loyal to the store I've shopped at and decided that I wouldn't visit the new store when it is built. The day I had the negative experience with this cashier, I changed my mind. The newer store looked like an inviting possibility for shopping. I didn't expect the cashier to know me. I expected him to look and act positively and to appreciate my business. If he would have smiled at me 10 feet away, said hello 5 feet away, and then made some statement about his appreciation for my business, I would still be a loyal customer to that store. Even so, I left feeling for this young man. It made me ask myself this question, what would I do if I received a complaint from me? in this instance about my experience that day. I searched for an answer with the assumption that this employee was not on a performance plan. And here are the three things I would do as the employee's manager. First, I would start with compassionate empathy by letting the individual know the complaint and that my purpose as his manager is to be helpful to him. Why? As the customer, I knew I didn't know the circumstances for the interaction with the employee. I also knew it was not personal to me. If I'm the employee's manager, I need to believe the same thing. This is not personal to me as his manager. Rather, as his manager, I don't have the whole picture in knowing what he is dealing with at work and in life. His emotional stress may have caused him to behave differently than how he has behaved in the past. Keeping these points in mind will affect how I, as a manager, view the employee and influence how I deal with him. We all go through our own struggles. Having compassion and empathy as a manager in the right situations may be the difference in someone keeping their job. The second thing I would do is restate the expectations for engaging with customers. We all experience personal and professional setbacks. Even so, it does not excuse our negative interactions with customers. One helpful tool is the standards of practice we've talked about in our prior episodes. Remember, standards of practice are how we operationalize company values and communicate company expectations to our employees. The third interaction with the employee is asking the employee to tell me what he will do to help himself move to a better place and what he will do to engage positively with customers. As this employee's manager, I've outlined what I would do with the employee Now, what would I do to connect with the customer? If I knew how to reach the customer, I would make a phone call apologizing for the interaction and then provide several actions we are taking at the store to provide better service. Stretching it one more step, I would invite the customer in for a cup of coffee with the employee who provided the poor service. There's more work in this last action with 
great dividends for employees and customers. Here's what I know. If a manager called me offering the above, my loyalty would shift back to this brand. More than likely, I wouldn't take the manager up on the offer for coffee. For me, the attention to the situ situation is just good enough. When we are a customer and have a negative experience with a company or brand, we understand how important it is for our teams to always, always provide the highest levels of service. When a company provides poor service to us, it's important that someone reach out with service recovery efforts that are meaningful to us as the customer. We are customers of others and we serve people who engage in our company's services. As professionals, let's remember what it feels like when we as customers have a negative encounter. We'll then focus our attention on excellent service. This week, let's always do these things. Look professional in ways that are meaningful to us and others. When we are 10 feet away from someone, smile. When we are five feet away from someone, say hello. During our initial encounter with someone, show our appreciation for helping them and or provide a compliment for those we know more about. And last, think of a time when you or someone on your team provided poor service. How did you handle it with the individual? How did you handle it with the customer? What did you learn from this episode that may change the way you addressed the negative experience? I end with this. I have a high regard for people who work in retail. The hours are constant, sometimes long, and not always convenient for families. And the employees deal with some really difficult people from time to time. These past few months, we've moved from one house to another. During that move, we made many visits to a hardware store. We were in line one day and a contractor butted in line in front of us. And I guess they have more rights in stores than we do. The contractors were rude to the cashier. The cashier looked professional, smiled and greeted them, and thanked them for doing business at the store. She made a choice to take the higher road. When we approached the counter, we engaged in a friendly manner with her and she with us. We had to revisit that store several more times as, and we chose her, her counter, to check out. On our last visit, she gave us a bottle of water to go. I like this store because I had a great interaction with this cashier. I like her and I'm appreciative of her positive encounter with us during our move. We all work to make a living. When we work to serve others, we tend to find warm feelings in most of our encounters. 90% of the time, when we smile at people, when they are 10 feet away, they smile at us. When we speak to people, when they are five feet away, they speak to us. When we greet them with appreciation as we serve them, we reduce their anxiety and establish a positive encounter. They leave happy with the experience and we feel like we've provided value. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you on our next episode focused on the nine principles for organizational excellence. Have a great week.